going on everybody hope everybody's doing good tonight it is friday i am solo smart is in the chat i'm glad for that right there and uh i'm uh i'm trying this also on youtube so uh if you guys want to uh jump on in the youtube um the link is in the mixler chat so if you guys want to jump on in there i'm going to throw some pictures up while i'm doing the show i don't know i'm going to see how this works if i can do everything at one time um, but, uh, if you guys want to join me on YouTube live, I'm there. I know I've never done this before. It's kind of a test. Uh, I've mentioned this to smart before he's down for it. So figured I would test it tonight. See how good I could do. See if I could work it. See, just see, just see what happens. So I am live on YouTube. It is a little bit behind, 
uh, Mixler. Uh, hopefully, I'm sounding okay on YouTube. Uh, I haven't tested this. This is sort of a test. I hope I'm not echoing or anything. I shouldn't be. I've only got one audio source running. Uh, everything should be good. So I'll see how this goes. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I'll tell you what I can do. But anyway, now when you guys see me looking over here at this other monitor, now you know what I'm looking at over here. But like Smark said, got the bunk beds behind me. This is a crude. I don't have a background or anything or a banner. This is kind of just rude and crude. And uh, just want to, like I said, testing it out, seeing what's going on. I guess I can knock out the plugs real quick. <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and why don't I just play this <clears throat> royalty-free song I was playing. <coughs> Excuse me, everybody. So, uh, yeah, why don't we do that? That means I want you guys to check out the High Marks. Go ahead and check them out. They're over here on YouTube, too. So go ahead and check them out on the Metal Mitt Network. That's right, Metal Mitt, M-I-T-T. Two and Mitt when you type that. Metal Mitt Network. Mitchell.com says Metal Mitt Network. That's where you're going to find Mojo and Cheese Man. And the G Wigs. So there you go. You will be looking good over there. So go ahead and check it out. And it sound, looks like I'm sounding pretty good on YouTube right now. So happy about that. Didn't know how to do it. Think I might have figured it out. That's pretty fucking awesome right there. Uh, anyway, let me turn this music down. I think I'm a little loud. The music. Sorry about that, everybody. And of course, I want you guys to, uh, and by the way, check out the uh, High Marks right on Sunday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I gotta get used to doing this without a headphone. I need to get a speaker. I'm gonna do this. Uh, and of course, you got Bobby Anthony, Bobby Blades, The Inhumans. They're over there, The Inhuman Experience. Check them out on all the usual podcast platforms. And you definitely wanna be subscribed. So go ahead and subscribe. And of course, you got the Everything Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. That is Eric, Doug, and Daniel. Check them out on Blog Talk Radio and anywhere you find good podcasts. And, of course, we've got Stephen Milan sharing the show, and it is greatly, greatly appreciated, sir. Uh, if you don't mind, go check him out. He's reviewing films at letterboxd, B-O-X-D.com, slash Stephen Milan. There's two L's in Milan. Definitely go check him out. You guys know where you can check us out. You can go to Anchor. You can go right there to YouTube. You can go to Mixler, Mixler.com, slash Dirt Cheap Dudes, iHeart, TuneIn, Player FM, anywhere you guys find podcasts, you're going to find us. If we're not there, let us know, and uh, we will get over there. So there you go. I'm going to turn this music down now. I don't even know how loud it was. I don't have headphones on. I'm going to stop that. And, um, man, I'll tell you, there's a pretty good amount of stuff to get into before we get into SmackDown, which, holy hell, man, it was, uh, my God, talk about being, I mean, just having the fans back. That was like... Like, really, an electric smackdown. That was awesome to see the fans back, the crowd reacting. Everything about smackdown was really, really awesome. I loved it. I thought it was a great episode of smackdown this week. Um, you know, having the fans back and everything, and you know, you, you could actually see that they were kind of like feeding off the fans finally once again. So, they were they were happy. I think us as fans were happy. And uh, I think that was pretty cool. I'm going to also let me pop this uh, little chat room up here in Mixler. I'll figure out how to get the chat in here and do all that stuff on another day. Um, just, again, not really sure how to do all that right now. But figuring it out, 
hopefully figuring it out. Um, thank God I do have a uh, smart and uh, old uh, Sasha Baron Corbin over here in the chat helping me out, making sure I'm okay on the YouTube, and I guess I'm doing all right. But uh, anyway, um, I guess the first thing I'll get into. Excuse me for that. First thing I want to get into is uh, a couple things that happened on this day in wrestling. I uh, kind of like doing these. I don't know why, but I do. Uh, I'm going to slide myself over here, and I'm going to go ahead and lock myself right there. First thing I want to go ahead and talk about, here we go, is uh, 33 years ago today, Frank Goodish, best known as uh, Bruiser Brody, was fatally stabbed in the shower stall in uh, Bayamon, Puerto Rico. He was 42 years old. Uh, this was in 1988, man. Stabbed twice in the stomach in the locker room. Many little things. Not really sure. A lot of people think they know what happened. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, you know, a lot of people know what happened. Um, as a matter of fact, there were a you know, a couple guys that were right there. Dutch Mantell was, you know, one of the guys right there on the scene as that happened. Tony Atlas also was another guy that was right there on the scene when this happened. But uh, I think that, um, you know, I, I mean, we've heard so much about Brody. And, uh, I mean, look at that forehead. Look at that forehead. I know audio people can't see this, but check out that forehead right there. That's... Uh, that's the forehead of a real, real 80s wrestler right there. I mean, that, that's pretty fucking cool right there. You got that old uh, bladed up forehead on him. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it's funny, you know, with uh, there was heavy traffic that night in, uh, in Puerto Rico and emergency vehicles actually didn't even arrive on the scene until nearly an hour later, which just made it even worse. I mean... Jesus Christ, an hour later, what do they think is going to happen after an hour? The guy is not going to make it. Stabbed twice in the stomach. Not a good place. But, um, you know, a lot of people think there was a cover-up. Uh, there was virtually no witnesses, no testimony. Um, a lot of things going on there. But uh, he did leave behind at that time a wife and a son. So there you go, right there. So uh, Bruiser Brody also... On this day in uh, wrestling history, WCW presented one Bash at the Beach. There you go. Bash at the Beach. They went ahead and presented that right there. Um, WCW. If you guys all remember, you know, back in the day, they had some pretty good stuff going on. If you guys remember, this was 1999 when this was happening. So about a year before they were sold out, um, you know, sold out to Vinny. Old Vinnie Mac. And um, this event actually took place on a beach. Uh, there was a whole ring set up and everything in the beach. Um, beachgoers were just stopping by, watching the event. Didn't have to pay. You could just stop by, watch the event. No one said anything. No one cared. It was all good. It didn't. Oops, sorry about that. It didn't matter. You could just stop on by and watch what was going on. Pretty cool right there that they did that. So there you go right there, um, WCW. I'll tell you all what. Let's, uh, let's run down the card real quick. Let's see. There was a pre-match show, Johnny B. Bad versus uh, Chris Canyon. Johnny B. Bad won that match. Another pre-match show was Road Warrior Hawk defeating Mark Starr. Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck defeated Marcus Bagwell and Alex Wright. Sting defeated Meng 
Sting and Meng. Whoosh. Man, I don't remember much of this. Uh, Sting defeated Meng to retain the WCW uh, United States Heavyweight Championship. The Renegade defeated, wow, Paul Orndorff, who we talked about Wednesday, uh, to retain the WCW World Television Championship. Kamala defeated Jim Duggan. Diamond Dallas Page defeated Dave Sullivan. Harlem Heat, we know who that is, Booker T and Stevie Ray, defeated the Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags, and the Blue Bloods, Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert Eaton. Uh, it was a triangle match. Uh, man, a lot of matches. Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair in a lifeguard lumberjack match. Uh, serving as the lumberjacks were the extras from Baywatch. Uh, wow. Wow. That's about all I can say on that one. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Uh, also defeated Vader in a steel cage match to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Um, there's an interesting side note to this, that this was the first time uh, WCW had used the escape the cage rule for a steel cage bout in their company's history. All the other ones in the past were contested by either pinfall or submission only. So this rule changed... Uh, the reason for the rule change, uh, so Vader would not do a pinfall or submission job for Hogan after Hogan said he wouldn't do the same when the feud began. So this was kind of one of those little rules they went ahead and said, well, fine, either one you have to pin anyone, you can fucking walk out of the cage. How's that? How's that? Um, now, a few days before Fall Brawl, right after this, Vader did get into a fight with Paul Orndorff and was fired because of it so there you go on that right there um let me see one thing real quick let me just get rid of that right there let me get rid of this bash at the beach picture right here and let's get into the next thing i was going to mention speaking while we're talking about uh oh and here was the uh, real quick we can do the uh, here this was the set right there for bash at the beach i know it's a small picture but uh there it is right there you see they were right there on the beach pretty cool they just kind of sanded it off there so you don't need to see that real quick. But that, that was a quick picture I decided to throw in there. Um, and we had Heat Wave 2000. 21 fucking years ago, obviously, 2000. Uh, from the Grand Olympic Auditorium in Los Angeles, California. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I don't remember this. Um, the event is most notable, though, for uh, a confrontation between ECW and a few wrestlers from uh, XPW at the time. Um, the confrontation began when Christy Mist grabbed Francine. It quickly escalated, and the locker room emptied. The brawl even continued after the show. But uh, run down the card real quick. I've only got one more thing to mention on this uh, thing, and then we'll actually get into real wrestling news. Um Sally Graziano defeated Balls Mahoney. Kid Cash, Danny Doring, and Amish Roadkill defeated Simon Diamond, C.W. Anderson, and Swinger. Uh, Jerry Lynn defeated Steve Carino. Chris Chetty and Supernova defeated DeBaldi's Tony DeVito and Angel. Angel was a uh, getting to be a regular there on the old THT show for a while. If you uh, want to go back and listen to those, he's on a few episodes with us. He actually reviewed a WrestleMania with us. Really, really good guy. Um, let's see what else we got here. We've got uh, Yoshiro Tajiri 
defeated Mikey Whipwreck, Little Guido, and Psychosis in a four-way dance. Rhino defeated Sandman to retain the ECW World Television Championship. Rob Van Dam defeating Scotty Anton and Just Incredible defeating Tommy Dreamer in a stairway to hell ladder match uh, to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. So there you go. That is what happened right there. We got one more thing to get into here, and that is 20 years ago today, uh, Terry Gordy passed away of a heart attack from a blood clot. He was 40 years old. Um, so, you know, he was found in his home in Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. I uh, hope uh, that sounded familiar to me. And that's because uh, that is the home of uh, my co-host is in Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. But um, that is where he uh, that is where he lives. So there you go. It says uh, the time of his death, he was survived by by a son, two daughters, one nephew, one niece. His son, Terry Jr., did wrestle as Jesse and Slam Master Jay. I bet y'all remember him for a little while. Retired in 2010. Um, and his nephew, Richard Slinger, wrestled in all Japan pro wrestling, Noah, before retiring in 2005. So there you go on that also. Um, all right. So there you go. That's everything that happened in wrestling history today, July 16th. So, well, I don't know. Like I said, I kind of like doing those right there. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, I do. Um, something else we can get into here. I uh, This was also mentioned already on SmackDown uh, with uh, Bianca Belair and um, Sasha Banks winning an ESPY award both of them for that match at wrestlemania and that moment i really think that moment really was one of the most amazing moments probably that we've seen in you know wwe just those two sitting right there just you know letting all their emotions just they just let their emotions pour out right there and they were both trying to hold character but <laughs> it didn't really didn't really go through. And, you know, when me and Smart talked about it, we were even saying how it's really cool to see, you know, it was really cool to see that at the moment. Just they were both so overwhelmed with what was happening. They both knew what was going to happen. And uh, their emotions got the best of them. And, my God, they became human. Holy hell, how dare they become human. But uh, really good moment. I thought it was pretty cool for both of them right there. Um but uh, you see, Sasha Banks had a little uh, little tweet. Um, she put out a little tweet with a you know by the SB saying it's boss time after she won the award. Um, Bianca Belair also put out a little tweet of her own, sitting there once again. Can someone start letting this woman do her makeup because she? I don't know who's different doing her makeup, but in this picture, by the way, she made the dress she's wearing. It is a red. Uh, you know, uh, glittery type dress. She looks absolutely gorgeous. She's standing there with Montez Ford right there. Oops, sorry, you guys see the picture of it right there uh, on YouTube. Um, but uh, really, 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 what, what? Just what a beautiful girl. Especially, I, I don't know. Not that WWE makes her ugly looking, but she just looks so much better, more natural looking, and that's what this makeup looks like. Uh, she posted another one, also another uh, another tweet right there. It just says the SBs with her in her dress with her uh, championship. 
you know, on her shoulder. Another little cool picture by her. Uh, Triple H, of course, and Stephanie. They just they just had to jump in, and a bunch of the people on um, a bunch of people actually congratulated him. Frankie Monet was in there. That new uh, that new girl Morgan, I think her name is. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. But here's Triple H. Congratulations to uh, at Sasha Banks WWE and at Bianca Belair on winning the at ESPY for at WWE Moment of the Year for their hashtag WrestleMania main event. Incredible moment for them for our business and the hashtag WWE universe. I can't argue with I I really hate talking like that. I just I feel very weird talking like that, to be honest with you. So I don't know, but uh, I shouldn't do that. Uh, Stephanie also chimed in, of course, uh, making history in and out of the ring. Congratulations to at Bianca Belair and at Sasha Banks WWE, the first female recipients of the ESPY's best WWE moment for their match at WrestleMania 37, becoming the first black woman to main event, e, uh, to main event and then it's got hashtag ESPY's. Uh, not just for that, just that match, their moment, everything more than just the fact that it was two women of color that were in the ring, that they had an excellent match, number one. They made history, number two, obviously, but the moments those girls had in that match will will just always be remembered. That little, you know, her crying, Sasha, after the match, getting caught, you know, basically crying down there, so happy, smiling for Bianca Belair. Those are the things I think more people are going to remember. But it was pretty, you know, pretty good. I'm glad they won an award for that. I'm, I'm, I, that that's pretty cool right there for them. Um, going to get rid of a few pictures here over here while we're uh, going through some stuff so I can just trim it down a little bit, a little bit. And uh, there we go. I'll probably have to figure out a better way to do all this right here before I probably, un not even knowing it, delete myself accidentally. But uh, I'm liking this YouTube thing. kind of wish there was a... Uh, kind of liking this YouTube thing, to be honest with you. Pretty fucking cool. I like this. I'm going to get uh, get more of this. Maybe get a banner background, something like that. See what happens. I'll figure out what to, uh, what to do more. Um... Uh, we got Malachi Black. That's right. I uh, was on Zelina Vega's, I guess, Twitch stream and did a... Basically, was uh, talking about, you know, things that he had done. Actually, kind of revealed a little bit of where his character came from. Uh, he said, it's funny. The reason I did this is because this is actually how I wanted the WWE version to be. Uh, said Black. When I started, I wanted to come in as a heel, and Hunter, we all know that's Triple H, wanted me face. If anyone has ever seen any work of me on the independents, you would know that the gimmick I was portraying in the WWE's E was an amplified version of what I did on the indies. That's why they wanted me. But I wanted to be a heel because I was coming off of a heel run on the independents. But then Hunter had this idea of making me a face. A stoic face character. So I had a switch from being this obnoxious, sadistic, possessed by a demon guy to the same possessed demon devil guy, but then having remorse. And I have to find the middle ground with that. 
And I had to find the middle ground in that. And how would someone who is like that find remorse and show remorse by being stoic and having a problem expressing his emotions? All right, there's another paragraph after this. Uh, but I want to get into that paragraph. I can't say I disagree with the guy here. I mean, yeah, he was coming off of this great, you know, thing, uh, great heel run as Tommy End on the indies, this badass guy. And, you know, like like I said, I didn't know much about him. Luckily for my former co-host, I heard a lot about him and went and looked at him a little more. So Tommy End was really awesome. I liked a lot of the things he was doing. Now, for him to go in and want to do this heel character and Triple H to just kind of deny it, I agree. It's hard to be a dark babyface character. I know Undertaker did it. This isn't Undertaker, guys. This character was a little more, even darker than Undertaker. Undertaker might have you know, been this cemetery-type character, but this character here was supposed to be, like he said, almost demon-possessed. And then now he's got to be this, you know, demon-possessed guy with feelings. It's like, how the fuck do you do that? I mean, that can't be easy to be doing. So I'm going to grab a beer real quick. Where's my beer? It's on this side. All right. I'm going to grab me a beer. You guys know I said I was going to do some drinking tonight. Me and the wife already had a three shots. Vodka's already gone. Cheers to everyone out there. Beer one. Beer one. And how about a little puff of the old vape? I know I shouldn't vape. Leave me alone. If I don't, I'm going to smoke. Because I got cigarette smokers at work. I will. My willpower is shit. Let's just say that. So I definitely agree with him here that it's hard to take that character he did and make it a baby face. He even got it over for a little while, but it just wasn't the same. It just was not the same, that character. Um, so he went on a little bit here. He kind of discussed, again, we're going to talk about how, how he got that name. And he said, I was looking for an Old Testament name, and I found one that had a double meaning, said Black. I was a big fan of Children of the Corn when I grew up, and I felt that with the character kind of fit. Black then talked about how much he enjoyed the created freedom, uh, free, freedom, <laughs> freedom that AEW has. Um, and he said it's just a much better place to be working. He says it feels really good, admitted Black. It feels really good that I'm in a place now where my creative mind can be util utilized versus stopped and controlled and being presented in things that I know are not going to work because, no offense, I knew a lot of stuff wasn't going to work, and I said that to them as well back in the day. Lo and behold, it didn't work. Man, it's like he knew what the fuck he was talking about. Uh, and he did, he did, but kind of, kind of cool where he came up with the name. I, I don't think I've ever seen the full movie children of the corn, to be honest with you. I don't think I ever have. Um, I know I've seen it, but I'm not sure I've actually seen the whole movie before. Um, but it's kind of cool. That's where he came up with the whole thing. And also the fact that it's a old Testament uh, thing with double meaning that's pretty cool pretty cool that he did that that the name of that character has so many you know that, that he actually did some work on it and it has some meaning to it 
Um, going to take a little, little break from WWE, kind of Malachi, kind of let us into a little bit of AEW news I'm going to get into real quick. Sorry about that. I kind of didn't was looking at something else there for a sec. Damn, this is going to be a lot to work with, but I think I can, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. So we did see the other night, and I forgot to mention this on Wednesday. It was just a strange night, but we I did forget to mention um, Miro actually came out and uh, cut a promo about a hero who was once lost because of because he wasn't being himself. And at the end, he referred to himself as the Redeemer and actually showed off a new title, uh, the TNT Champion chip it uh i like it it's kind of got that old school it's a white strap it's kind of got that old school ic title look to it a little bit got a little green at the bottom as you on youtube i got it put up here with uh the gentleman uh, at belts by dan i guess he's the one that made that belt i'd assume so i figured i'd give him credit for it pretty cool little belt and again i know these pictures aren't all sized and Everything, like I said, this is a test. It's a little rude. It's a little crude. It's down and dirty. But here we are for one night trying out YouTube. I don't know. I just wanted to give it a shot, see what would happen. Um, right now, I'm kind of liking it. So, But I apologize. Ah, there we go. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I do like that belt. I do like that belt. It will look great on Hornswoggle. You know, it kind of looks a little Irish there. So <laughs> we could put it on uh, put it on Hornswoggle. Maybe Seamus will come over. We could drop it on him, too. I don't know. We'll see. Or is he Scottish? I don't know. No, Drew is Scottish. He's Irish. Ah, what the fuck? Who cares at this point? Um, but there you go. There you go. Uh, I'm sure that'll be... We'll be able to get replicas of that very soon, but uh, the title does look good. Miro's really doing a great job out there right now. I'm really happy to see that they kind of got away from... They were kind of going the the WWE route with him for a little while. You know, making him sort of a goofy, fun-loving kind of Miro, the best man. Yeah, hey, hey, I'm the best man. I... Let's get a rumshada wedding, bachelor party, whatever. You know, I think that was the name of it. But I'm glad they decided to cut away from that. I don't know if maybe Kip getting hurt was a blessing for him. I hate to say that. But they broke him away from that group, and he is doing awesome right now. He's that monster that we all wanted in WWE. And they had him come out there as that for a little while. But then... They just decided, oh, well, you know, he's got a great personality. Let's really show that personality. So that's what they tried to do with him. And a little weird, but uh, I'm glad they got him doing this now. He's out there just killing some of the bitches. And that's what he should be. That's what the fuck he should be doing. It's exactly what Miro should be out there doing. Look at the guy. He's a fucking brute. He's a fucking looks like a bruiser. He looks like he'd kill you in a fucking real fight. Put that guy out there and let him do exactly what the fuck he's doing because he's believable at what he's doing. So um, there you go. While we're on some AEW news, AEW went ahead and took to its Twitter, Twitter, their Twitter, 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 Twitter account 
And they do have some new Street Fighter merchandise crossover stuff going on with a lot of their characters right now. I got a little picture of one right there. If you, uh, but they're all over right now. It's pretty cool. This I I I'm a, I'm a come on I'm a big martial arts fan. I'm a fan of a lot of the old school games. I mean, I go back to the '80s with Karate Champ. Oh yeah, that was my I fucking loved that game. Street Fighter, I love Tekken, Double Dragon. Oh, you go back and I'm a Double Dragon man. Loved Double Dragon. Double Dragon Two, I wasn't as crazy about, but Double Dragon, I my. God, I spent so many nights, days, dumping quarters in Double Dragon. When I was a kid, I lived in North Carolina. My aunt actually, uh, she's passed since, but um, my aunt worked at an arcade. So after school, my parents, you know, they both worked. So she would come pick me up really quick. She'd meet me at the bus stop. And take me to the arcade. She would give me a cup full of coins and let me go. I played Karate Champ. I played Joust. I played uh, Galaga Zaxxon. I don't know if you remember that one. Joust, I, Joust was one I really liked. I would, Cubert was a, I liked Cubert too. A lot of, I, I would just hang out at the arcade for, Till my parents came and picked me up, you know, when and sometimes, you know, my dad would work late. My mom would work late sometimes. Mom was in retail at the time. My dad was in sales, so he would take customers out. There were times, you know, we were there till it got dark and she was getting off work. And I'd just be sitting there playing all kinds of games, man. Loved playing all those games back then. Fucking asteroids. Oh, man. Those games back then were so much fun. And I was just so young and getting yeah, free free coins to play games all day after school. Not so bad. Not so bad. I live in, uh, in Cary, North Carolina there. So those were good times. But Street Fighter was another one. I believe that came out a little later, 90s maybe. Uh, but Street Fighter, good one. I even like the movie. Go ahead, laugh. I don't care. I liked the movie. I did. I liked the movie. But uh, ah, let's go ahead and roll on from that. Let's get into a little bit of uh, Britt Baker news here. We do have some Britt Baker stuff to go ahead and talk about here. We can go ahead and get going on it. There she is, Britt Baker, looking good. Got the title right there with her. Um, she was on Vicky Guerrero's Excuse Me podcast. I honestly forgot Vicky had a podcast. But here we are. Uh, Executive Vice President of Impact Scott Demore. It wasn't actually Brit. It was Scott Demore. Um, and he was discussing a topic, and it's being said that Britt Baker has already approached him to face Diana Perazzo in a cross promotion match. Now we know they've been doing some stuff already with Impact. Is it working? <laughs> I think we all know it's not. I don't know if they know it's not yet, but we all know this ain't fucking working. But. Right now, Britt Baker is one of their top draws. She really is. Britt Baker is one of their top draws on this show. Um, so maybe this could get a little more. So anyway, Scott Demore was on uh, 
Vicky Guerrero's Excuse Me podcast and was talking about it a little bit. And he says Baker already asked him when she's going to be able to get her hands on Knockouts champion Deanna, Deanna Perrazzo. Um, champion versus champion match. That'd be really be a good match right there. And uh, Scott Demore says, that's a great question. And look, I get it tweeted out at me and everything all the time, says Demore. All I can say is from our perspective, look, I got cornered by Britt Baker down in Jacksonville a few weeks ago, and she's like, when do I get Deanna? I said, hey, Britt, oh, come on. We've always said we have an open-door policy. <laughs> yeah, you might want to rethink that. And we're opening, we're open to do it. You know the deal in wrestling sometimes. That's a lot of hurdles to jump through. But I think the relationship with AEW has been fantastic. And by the way, let's just throw this out there. There's a hat tip to Fightful here for the, uh, for the uh, transcript there. So uh, he continues going on. He says, I think Tony Khan is a breath of fresh air in many ways in the wrestling industry. And it's just been great to deal with a person who is in a different company where there's honesty and transparency. And it's like, hey, let's do that. You know why? Because that's cool. What the fuck? We share our vision for a world like that. And I love to see it because, I mean, whether it's Nyla Rose or whether it's some of the many other talents that you have there. That was a little bit of a word salad, a little bit of a jumble together. Um, this would actually, I think, this... This could draw. Like I said, Britt Baker is one of the one of their top talents on the show, I believe, right now. And I'm not even just saying top women. I'm saying top talents on that show right now. I wasn't sold on her in the beginning, but she is really, really just that when she got injured, she just became a whole new new character. And I started liking it. She was doing unbelievable at that time. And it hurt. She wasn't even wrestling. Hurt this woman was doing absolutely amazing so i really enjoy her now she's honestly i think she's great and um i think this match could actually do something and diana perrazzo has a little bit of a uh, little bit of steam right now she was let go from wwe a lot of people were surprised by it so she had some steam going on with that right there and i don't know i think this i think out of all the things they've tried this match right here could actually get a little bit of steam and might actually do something for one of the shows. Lord God, do not have this match on Impact. Oh, please. I don't think they would anyway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Beer. Cheers to all you out there. All right, all right. But uh, yeah, th this match here, I believe, could actually do a little something. Maybe move the needle. I'm not saying they're going to pull impact out of a, a slump or anything, but an AEW certainly is not in a slump. Wednesday night, Wednesday night, their Fighter Fest Night One edition um, went ahead and drew 1.025 million viewers on TNT. This is according to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics. This is up 17.68% from last week's Road Rager edition of the dynamite uh they were at 871 viewers but they were making a comeback right there they were back on their regular night again so you can't f look they're back yeah this was a different night the show was 
this show was good. I'm not going to say the show was absolutely amazing. It was excellent. I enjoyed the show. We reviewed it. Me, Smark, we, we, we reviewed it. I had a good time doing it. Um, it was a good show. But they are back. They just needed to come back to that regular night one more time. They were just floating on that Friday, and then they had a Saturday, and, you know, jumped right back into it. They They crushed it in the demographic this week. They were up 21% in their 18 to 49 demographics. So, you know, that that's important to them. So good for them right there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Good stuff for them. I'm really glad they're doing doing their numbers again. I think people were starting to, not going to say they were starting to worry, but I think they were starting to worry uh, <laughs> a little bit. So, all right. Let's get into another little thing right here. Speaking of some of the women going on and wrestling a little bit, let's go ahead. Uh, oop, I didn't mean to put that one up. Let's go ahead and talk about Bailey. That's right. Everyone, my God, she's out for nine months. She must be pregnant. She has to be having a baby. No, no, right here on YouTube. You can see right here. She's got a little picture right here. She is not pregnant. She is not having a baby. She had ACL surgery yesterday, actually. Uh, we all know last Friday they did the whole announcement that uh, it was going to be Carmella with the match we saw tonight. And uh, in an update, though, Bailey did tweet, uh, can't wait to miss the first show in front of fans again. I blame you for this. Thanks a lot. And she's in her hospital bed. She's got a little thumbs down going on. But there you go. So uh, she was looking forward to not seeing you scummy fans back in the back there again. Man, she's going. She's going all. Uh, all <laughs> we. Weebs always has the best comments. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Hold on. Prego, the awesome Kong Maria gimmick. Yes. Yes, not, I mean, the, the, the shit, the Becky Lynch gimmick, the uh, 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 Lacey Evans, same gimmick, same gimmick. And Weebs, I don't know if you know, but I'm, uh, I am live on YouTube if you want to jump on over right now, and uh, you can check out the show there. I think the, uh, yeah, right up there, if you look up top, you can get the link. Actually, I'll go ahead and post it one more time in here. For anyone coming on in the... Uh, the chat room, I am live on YouTube tonight. That's why the chat room is a little scarce. There you go. One more time. Post it on in there. I don't know. Kind of liking this over here. Kind of liking this. So, all right. So, there you go. Bailey, once again, not only having surgery, but keeping the heel, heel character going, which she's great at anyway. So, um, now, we're going to go from that to... This is an interesting little story here, I got to say. Uh, I guess there was a charity auction that uh, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn was doing. There you go. There's Pete Dunn right there in his uh, female gym teacher greatness coming down to the ring. Uh, I guess he did some sort of charity auction with his ring gear from NXT 
takeover in your house from this year, his worn ring gear, he was doing a charity auction. So, excuse me there for a sec. Um, he did, and he had to issue a statement because the guy that won the auction not only is refusing to pay, but decided to go online and make fun and mock wrestling that it's fake. So he did put out a statement in writing. I will put it up here on YouTube. It's not the greatest copy, but I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway, so you don't have to. Here we go. He said, first, I want to thank everyone that participated in the auction for their generous bids. We raised a huge amount of money for an amazing charity, which is a hospice for children in the West Midlands in the UK. The last bid being $5,000. Unfortunately, the person who made the last bid had no intention of paying and sent us messages afterwards poking fun at wrestling being, he quotes, fake. I've attached the screenshots in the person's username which have their name and address. And when we got in con contact with them on social media platform, we immediately received another message, another uh, from eBay from the same account claiming that he didn't place the order and to cancel the order. I don't know what kind of individual it takes to poke fun at wrestling to the detriment of a children's hospice, but here we are. I will leave my DMs open for the next couple of days. If you made a bid, please message me, and let's see if we can work out who had the highest bid before this idiot snuck in at the end. Um, listen, I don't care what your thoughts are on wrestling, if it's fake, if it's real, whatever you think. To, to, to go into a charity auction, bid 5000 Refuse to pay, make fun of the person who's holding the auction and the uh, his job, the item that is raising money for these children, then, my God, what a, com I mean, what a scumbag. That's not even the right word. I don't even know what is a horrible I, there's a reason i'm not posting the name of the guy or i i, I don't want to post his name i don't even want to know who he is this is a i mean a giant piece of shit this guy absolute scumbag for doing this uh i i'm as baffled as he is of over the fact that there's actually people out there that will do something like this go in uh, create. I see my. Uh, see, I locked up a little bit there on YouTube. I should be coming back right now. By the way, um, just a complete scumbag for doing this. I just want to make sure I'm not locking up on Mixler. Also, nah, Mixler's running like a Mixler's running like a Yugo. There you go. You like that one, don't you? Running like a Yugo. So, but uh, all right. I'm gonna actually take this down. Um, I just can't believe what an absolute piece of shit this guy is for doing this. I, I I just can't even wrap my head around how anybody could even think of doing something like this, making fun of, oh, wrestling's fake. Dude, you just bid $5,000. If you weren't going to fucking pay it, you shouldn't have fucking bid it. And like he said, this is at the, this is literally at the detriment, like he said, his word, of a children's hospice. 
So these are literally kids that are, I mean, come on, we all know what hospice is. We don't have to get, we don't have to get into it. I don't even want to talk about it. We know what hospice is. These kids aren't going to make it. And this is what you do. This is what you do. $5,000. And you just, oh, fuck you. And you even go on eBay and tell them, oh, it was fraudulent. I hope eBay says, fuck you, pay me. That's right. I hope they go Goodfellas Polly on these son of bitches. Oh, you didn't mean to bid on it? Fuck you, pay me. That's what I want right there. I want Polly from Goodfellas. That's right. Fuck you, pay me. I hope eBay does that. I know they probably won't because they're, you know, not going to care, but that's really slimy shit right there. That is past slimy shit, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it got worked out. I don't know what uh, what happened after this all went down. So I don't know if it all got worked out or not. I, I hope it did. I really, really hope it did. So anyway, that's actually starting to get a little angry here. So. I'll just I'll just calm down. Maybe take a little take a little vape, calm down. There we go. Maybe a little little drinky little drinky of beer here. I don't know why this is locking up pretty bad on the old YouTube side, looks like. Let's see here. Not enough video to maintain streaming, so yeah, I locked up a little bit here. I did. Uh, hopefully it'll come back in a minute. It looks like it is coming back. It is. It's coming back. Um, not much I can do on this. I'm trying to think. What, I'm looking to see if there's anything else I can shut down. But uh, don't really have anything going on here. So, I don't know. I hope You guys can always go back to Mixler. If you need to, and if, I mean, if, look, if this doesn't work, then I'll figure out a way to run it on both computers and not have everything going on the same computer here. That might be the problem, actually. But uh, this thing says it's not running as bad, but it looks like I'm locked up. I'm actually going to refresh the old YouTube here and see if that helps at all. So, all right, we're going to move on anyway here. A little, 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 little bit. Take a sip. There we go. All right, looks like I'm still over there. Somehow, some way, still on YouTube here. All right, now, let's go ahead and go here. We got Walter. Walter, uh, we know that they announced yesterday. Actually, I believe it was um, a couple of days ago. Um, they announced uh, that Walter has a severe injury. He was supposed to have a match with, uh, oh, this guy's name, Ilya Dragunov. Awesome, awesome in the ring, this guy. Um, and it was supposed to be a championship match. They did announce this match was going to be off for a little while because of everything going on. Obviously, Walter is hurt. Uh, there's a picture right there. There's actually, Walter posted a picture today of himself, and you see on his left arm there, he actually has a brace on. So, don't know if he had surgery, don't know how what kind of injury this is. They haven't really said what kind of injury it is. So I don't really know what's going on. Now I know, like I said, I see YouTube is kind of, again, just locking up a little bit. Not sure why. It was running smooth before. Um, 
I'm hoping it gets better. There's not much I can do. And yeah, of course I'm using a koozie. I, I collect koozies, weebs, by the way. So I hope it's not locking up as bad as it seems on my computer, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't exactly shut down the anything. So <laughs> bear with me, guys. All right. So let's get it, keep going here. But the, yeah, so that match is going to be off for a little while. Um, this was going to be the rematch from the October 29th match, which I did see that when I watched uh, the UK um, TakeOver UK. That was a friggin' unbelievable match with those guys right there. Like I said, that's where I first time I had seen Dragunov. That guy was friggin' amazing. I really like Dragunov, so we'll uh, hopefully that'll come on back here um, around whenever Walter's better. So let's go ahead and get rid of that. We'll, we don't need to talk anymore about that right there. We can get rid of that. And oh man. Oh man. People really thought Nia Jax. She put out a kind of a cryptic tweet earlier. Yesterday, I believe it was, actually. And people really thought she was fired. I actually saw people online be like, holy shit, she must be gone by this tweet. She, she, she's she got to be gone. Um, and she put out a tweet that simply said, thank you all. Had the little thank you hand, folded hand emoji and a heart. And people immediately started going, holy shit, she's gone. She's thanking WWE. She's thanking the, the fans. She's got to be gone. First of all, if they're not getting rid of Jimmy Uso for for what he did, what are they going to get rid of Naya for? They're both related to the same person. Not happening. Not happening. Um, finally, she clarified it just a little while later. She put out the tweet at 9.10, but two and a half hours later, she came back and said, oh, no, just pure gratitude to everyone. Never take anything for granted in life. Love you all. So much. So as many t things that people were saying and that she was fired, uh, she was fired, she was leaving, she was this, she was that. That wasn't the way it was going down. <clears throat> Didn't happen that way. She was just letting everyone know she loved everyone in the world out there, even the people that hate her. So good for Naya. Uh, again, you're not going to. She's too ingrained in that company. They're not getting rid of her. They're not getting rid of her. Calm down. They're not getting rid of her. No, 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 no. All right. I guess we got to talk about it. I'm going to get rid of a few pictures before I do, but we will talk about it in just a second here. I just hit a button on my computer, on my other computer, and I am now in full screen for some reason. So give me one sec here, and we'll, uh, we're going to get into Goldberg. That's right. This man right there, we're going to get into Goldberg. That's what we're going to do. Let me try to get... There we go. I'm out of full screen. Um, we're going to get into Goldberg a little bit. Rumor has it that WWE is suggesting bringing back Bill Goldberg. He does still have a contract for, I believe, two more matches. So... They could bring him back, rumor being that he's going to go against Roman Reigns, some other 
people are saying that this could happen. That's right, Goldberg versus Lashley. I got to be honest with you, I don't care to see Goldberg back. I know he's no, he's not that bad. Oh, this, oh, that. He's this, he's that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not crazy about Goldberg coming back. I, I, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I know he's not going to come back. He's not going to have these thirty-minute break, you know, bust down matches that are going to be out there. He's not going to be doing that. I, I know he's not going to be coming back and doing a whole big thing. But there's no reason. It's like, oh well, we can't come to a deal with Brock. Let's bring back the other guy with a you know '90s tattoo. Is that what we're doing now? Just bringing back other guys to replace other guys? Is that how it's going? Oh, there we go. Got Dirk in the chat. Weebs is back in the YouTube chat. Thank you guys for coming on over and joining me. Like I said, I'm just testing this out. I know it's down and dirty. Got the bunk beds behind me. Like Smart said, I look like I'm in a jail setting. This would be a very fancy jail. Look at those beds. A little wood. A little wooden, wooden, wood there. Uh, well, oh, this side. There we go. The wood over there. Holy shit. This is confusing, and I'm not drinking enough. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see the reason to bring back all these guys. You know, they're talking about bringing Cena back. People talked for years. Oh, I can't wait till Cena's gone. Cena's gone. All the same people now are like, oh, Cena's coming back. Yes, all these great matches he can have. And I'm like, y'all spent five fucking years saying how much you hated this guy. Fuck that, a decade saying how much you hated this guy. I don't want Cena back. I don't. Call me crazy. Go ahead. I don't give a shit at this point. I don't want Cena back. I don't want Goldberg back. I want them to push the stars. They're pushing. They're pushing now. I want them to keep pushing Lashley. I don't need Goldberg to go in there and possibly take. I mean, come on. We all know how they treat Goldberg. I don't want Goldberg to be that guy. I don't. I don't want Goldberg to be that guy. Oh, stop it, Weebs. I'm not blocking my fellow Jew. He can go do something else. He's got plenty of money. He can go do something else, God damn it. That's it. This picture's gone. I don't even want to look at him anymore. God damn it. <laughs> Before I get Bobby Anthem to come in here and talk about Goldberg, you better calm yourself down, sir. <laughs> we all know Bobby Anthem's thoughts on Goldberg. Go back in the archives to check that out right there. Um actually don't have a lot more to be honest with you guys but uh do have a few things we can get into tonight um obviously we have money in the bank i'm gonna do predictions for that i'm gonna talk smackdown still but we know when i do these shows myself they're just not that long i even have a whole shitload i mean i got a shitload of stuff that we've already got into here and uh i don't know we're rolling through it i've actually only got a few more things to talk about um so Speaking of money in the bank, uh, which I wasn't really, but I did just mention it since I'm going to do predictions. Can't talk predictions tonight. Um, but there has already been a match revealed for the pre-show, and it's going to be a kickoff match. 
Um, it's going to be the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. That's right. Dominic and his dad will defend the titles against um, the Usos for the kickoff show on Sunday. So there we go. That'll be pretty good right there. We know that's not going to be a bad match. Uh, the Usos, awesome. Usually Ray and his son. Well, I don't think we need to really get much more into that. And I didn't even I don't even have a picture of him. I don't have a picture of him. Here, I can put this up there. There you go. Money in the bank. How do you like that? There you go. Right there in the corner. Courtesy of WWE for us right there. See? All right. So Dirk is actually watching SmackDown now. And um there you go. We'll we'll jump into SmackDown in just a few minutes here. I got uh one more thing I want to get into. Um don't really have any notes on it, but I do have a picture or two. And those of you, luckily, on YouTube, you can see this right here. AEW today was <laughs> posting pictures of their new action figures. I believe, uh, let me see, what was the name of that company? The name of that company was Jazzwares, right? Jazzwares is the name of the company putting these bad boys out. Now, I'm not going to say they're bad. But I'm going to put the Brit figure up here on YouTube. So if you're in, in here, you can check that out. Uh, let me get rid of this Money in the Bank one real quick. There we go. There's a Brit figure. Let me go ahead and shrink myself down a little bit. Oh, I didn't mean to get rid of myself. Let me shrink myself down just a little bit here. I'll, you know what? Let's shrink me down right about there. We'll put me right about here. And let's get this Brit I mean, does this really look anything like Brit Baker? The legs are, like, huge on her, number one. it. This is ridiculous. I don't know why that picture won't, won't, picture won't get bigger, goddammit. All right, well, I might as well get myself. Ah, right, there you go. You can have a little more of me now. But I just, I don't get it. What is, oh, I know why the picture won't work. Give me a second, and I will shrink myself down again. There we go. Back in the corner for me. That's right. You could put Boxman in the corner. He don't give a shit. There we go. This picture will get bigger. No, it won't. It will not. This picture sucks balls. How's that sound? There it goes. There it goes. Now you can see the legs are like long. The torso looks weird. And the face does not even look like Britt Baker. Good God, this is awful. Now, if you look at, here you go. I got another one coming up here. This is the one of Kenny, Omega, and Brick Baker. Look how good Kenny Omega looks. Kenny Omega, they got the stubble. They got the whooshing hair. The pants look great. The detail on both of their gear is really, really, really cool. But, man, they are doing Britt Baker a disservice. Complete disservice here because she does not look good. If I was her, I would not be very happy with this. Not be very happy at all. But um, I don't know. I just think it's it's absolutely awful what they're doing with this. Just absolutely awful. I feel I just feel horrible for the poor girl. But uh, more beer here. But yeah, I mean, again, the Omega one looks great. The Britt Baker one, not so much. Not happy about these. I saw a few more they were putting out today. They looked fine, but this might be 
the worst one that they are uh, that they're putting out. So, Britt Baker sucks for you, baby. Sucks for you. <laughs> what else can I say? All right. So there we go. We got all that done. So I guess what I can do real quick is I can uh, open me up a little more while we talk a little bit more. I will go ahead and get into, I'll tell you what, let's see. What do I have here? What do I got left here? Smackdown and predictions. That's it. I got Smackdown and predictions. And then we're going to get out of here. So let's get into Smackdown. Real quick, I don't have any graphic or anything for it, so you guys are just going to have to bear with looking at me. Hey, how are you? I'll put me back in the middle here so you guys don't have to look in the corner. Um, so there you go. You're going to be looking at me for a little while. We're going to talk some SmackDown, though. This was the go-home show for, for Money in the Bank, as we've been talking already. Uh, again, man, thank God. Good God. Thank God. God, we have fans back in the stadium because it was it it at this point it was a huge necessity. When you see the what a difference, what a difference in the atmosphere of the show, what a difference in the the in the wrestlers themselves. Uh we have a new set. We had Mr. McMahon come out and I didn't completely hear what he said. I think he said, Where you been? How you been? Something like that. And he just walked off. Takes a bow, walks the fuck off. Not a goddamn thing we can do about it. But it was pretty cool. But the fans, man, the fans, I may mention them more than one time tonight because they brought this show to a new level, in my opinion, tonight. I loved it. I just think they brought it to a whole new level. Um, we even have a virtual drone. I don't know if you guys saw the virtual drone walking around there, just kind of floating around the in the air. You know, they can't see that in the stadium. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you guys. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but, you know, I just want to let everyone know there's 14,496 in attendance tonight. At the Toyota Stadium. You know how I know that? You know how I know that? Because they told me 12 goddamn times tonight that there was 14,496 in attendance. There was about to be 14,496 people that were crying when Carmelo almost won. There was 14,496 people that were about to be shocked when this happened. Oh. I get it. You have close to 15,000. You should have just said 15,000. I would have been happier. I mean, still don't say it 12 goddamn times in one fucking night, but I probably would have been a little happier. So <laughs> there you go with that. Um, of course, we had Roman starting out tonight. We had Paul and the Usos. They're right there with him, of course. I just love how when Roman's walking to the ring, you have to watch Paul. Believe it or not, Paul is more entertaining than anything there. Paul is literally just in awe of Roman, holding his hands, just looking at him like, oh my God, he's just, he's amazing. He's, he's beautiful. It's almost what he's looking at him like, he's just, he's a beautiful specimen walking down to the ring, which we all know Paul's good at doing shit like that anyway, so. But whole, it's just, it, it was really cool seeing that, 
just I know he's done it a ton, but again, Ray and uh, his dad come out. Oh, I'm sorry, Dominic and his dad come out, and once again, unbelievable. Just seeing both of those guys just interacting with the crowd. The crowds just lit up. They were on fire all night tonight. They were ready, ready to get back to uh, to a little bit of normalcy. Um, Edge then comes out, and oh my god, that pop for Edge was deafening. I'll bet in the fucking arena because that was unbelievable. I I didn't even have headphones on, and I heard that pop. That was absolutely amazing. So loved that shit right there. Um, and then I like that after this whole thing, we had that little kind of back and forth between Rollins and Edge. Edge over there ta- talking about how he's got to be more manipulative, and Rollins just laughing at him. Great suit by Rollins once again. I'm loving these suits. Again, I wouldn't wear that one, but it was a pretty goddamn nice suit, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, Dirk, uh, SmackDown was not really in my neck of the woods. It was in Texas, but remember how big Texas is. I think they were in Austin or Houston, which are both hours from me. But I will tell you, AEW is in Garland, which is not far from me, uh, Wednesday, and I believe SmackDown might actually be in Dallas on Friday. So they're both coming up this way, and I just don't want to go to either one. I uh, just don't have the time or the money. I just moved into a new goddamn house. So, But anyway, I like that little back and forth with uh, Rollins and Edge. I thought that was really, really fun, really cool. I, I just like watching those guys. Edge just has gotten better. He's just getting better, which is amazing. So... Uh, but we do get the whole six, man. We got Roman and the Usos versus uh, Ray, Dominic, and Edge, of course. Good match. Uh, we had Jay and Edge start out the match. Ed, Jay just jumped Edge from the back. Um, and uh, this match got brutal pretty quick, especially with Roman. Roman was just beating the shit out of people, throwing Ray onto the announce table, all kinds of shit going on here. But, man, they were just feeding off of the crowd and the crowd was loving every minute of it um you know i mean we, we, we gotta I get it jimmy ended up kind of not a lot of very long drawn out matches tonight i do have to say they were very they were all kind of quick to the point just kind of boom match boom backstage match backstage match they were just knocking shit out tonight uh didn't spend much time doing a lot of uh a gaga as we call it, like we've been seeing, um, you know, lately. So it was really good, though. We had, like I said, uh, with, a, with a shot from Jimmy, Jay actually got the pin. He pinned Ray. Uh, Jay runs in the ring, jumps Dominic. Edge comes in with a chair. He's hitting the Usos. Roman super punches. Uh, Roman breaks the chair, grabs the bar. Edge gets up. He spears him before he can even use it. And then Edge, of course, puts him in a crossface using the bar. Uh, Roman taps out, and Edge is just seen holding the championship as we go to break. Um, like I said, just Edge is just keeps getting better. I don't know if he needed to knock off some ring rust or what, but I feel Edge is just getting back into a groove. 
that I'm I'm enjoying, to be honest with you. So I'm liking Edge. Roman Reigns is just doing everything we've wanted him to do for so long, and I'm just so glad to finally see it. And I'm sure all of us are glad to finally see it. But excellent stuff here by Reigns, excellent stuff here by Edge. Even the Usos, just they're just getting on a whole new level themselves too, in my opinion. So loving all the stuff they're doing too. So all right, this is the my little vape here, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff there. Oh, that might be a cough one. All right, hold on. There we go. Now, Weebs, you said my koozie earlier. I get a lot of these free, number one. And number two, you won't hear me put the can down and make noise. See? Dual use, my friend. Dual use. And yeah, Derek, it was in Houston, so I'm not even sure how many hours Houston is from me. Big state. Big state. We had Sami Zayn out there, though. He's complaining about the conspiracy to keep him out of the money in the bank match. Loving this Sami Zayn still crowd was, you know, it's funny. He was trying to say, oh, the crowd's not with me. Yeah, they actually were. They actually were with him. Uh, But he went along, you know, kind of turned it on him, and I thought it was kind of cool. I just like this. Sami Zayn is almost like this Castro-type character. This refugee, you know, political prisoner or whatever. I think it's pretty cool. But we did have uh, Finn Balor tonight making his return. Um, I mean, he came down pulling the lapel on the leather jacket, showing his junk to the people in the front row. And Sammy went to run at him. And Baylor kicked his ass. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, Baylor was showing his junk. That's what he does. He shows his junk to the front row. That's what that whole ah thing is about. People going, ah, the fuck? Get your junk out of my face, dude. So, <laughs> good to see Balor back, uh, number one. Really good to see Balor back, and it looks like they're sticking with this whole Prince thing. Um, I don't. That's fine with me. I got no issues with it. I was, I got to admit, I'm a little shocked to see Balor coming back being, I thought he was, Pretty happy over there in NXT, but let's face it, he kind of, after Cross, what was left for him to do in NXT? Who else was he going to feud with in NXT? After Cross, after Dunn, after that whole thing, there was no one left for him really to go through in NXT anymore, so I guess he kind of just ran his course, and they decided to have him come on back. You know, been long enough. Maybe they traded. Maybe that was the trade that uh, Mandy Rose for Finn Balor makes Tuesdays better for everyone. And I guess I don't know. Who knows? I'm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. You guys know this by now, right? I have no clue what I'm talking about. You know that, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so after that, again, just great to see Balor back over there. We'll see what they can do with him. SmackDown, I think, was a much better place for him to go. Uh, I think he was on Raw before. I think SmackDown's a much better place for him. I think he can excel better on this show than getting lost in the Raw shuffle, which is what's going to happen if he gets back on Raw. Um, We get Shotzi 
and Tegan Knox, who once again, they're just calling Knox now. They've all gotten, they've fallen in line, even the announcers have. They're making their way to the ring in the in the little tank, the uh, the TCB taking care of business. Oh, oh, oh. tank, uh, and it's Shotzi and Knox versus Natalia and Tamina. We have Liv and Zelina Vega on commentary. Zelina Vega just looking as good as she ever does. Liv looking as good as she ever does too. Somehow at the end of this match, which I'm not sure, I gotta admit I'm not quite sure how it ended, but I did know at the end of this match, the only woman standing was Liv Morgan. So that pretty much means she's not winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. I hope you all know that. I think we figured that out. All right. So, I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't sure. I kind of had to walk away. Got a few things going on tonight, but definitely wanted to do this and like I said I'm really glad I'm trying this out on YouTube I'm happy I really want to see how this is how this is going to work how it's going to come out and we'll go from there I'm liking it so far uh we got Carmella versus Bianca Belair this is for the Smackdown Women's Championship obviously this was the replacement match from Bailey which we talked about a little while ago obviously um you know great pop for Bianca number one I want to put that out there that was a really good pop for Bianca even Got a shot of an old man awkwardly dancing. So that lets you know how over Bianca is. You have old men dancing for her with signs. He had a sign held up and everything. Really good to hear the crowd get enthusiastic about Bianca. And and they should. And they should because she's awesome in the ring. She even, my God, this woman got a good match out of Carmella. Carmella. She got a great, a decent match, not a great match, a decent match out of Carmella. But Bianca Belair just out there once again, showing her strength, showing her talent, showing what she can do out there. And the crowd was really behind her, and I thought it was really nice to hear. Once again, we've got that crowd. Just they're, these, these people are feeding off of this crowd again, and it's just great to see. Uh, but again, not a bad match, of course. Bianca retained. I think we all knew that was coming. Uh, we got Tony Storm coming to SmackDown next week, and I'll be coming too. Let's just leave it at that. Hey! Y'all know what I mean, right? Right? Am I right? Huh? Huh? Nudge, nudge. Am I right? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, all right. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll just sit here after the night and repeat myself. Repeat myself. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, once again, Tony Storm coming next week. Uh, awesome, right there. I'm happy to see that. Uh, Alpha Academy. Otis and Chad Gable, of course. We got uh, Otis versus Cesaro. Had a little backstage segment with Otis. Um, I just love how Otis, halfway, like one week, he'll come out with a little stubble. Next week, he's just, like, looks like he's totally clean-shaven. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm really liking this Otis, to be honest with you. I didn't care if it was a bearded Otis or a non-bearded Otis that finally became the beast that we know he is that he probably would have been better at, the heel that I was waiting to see. I didn't give a shit if he had a beard or not. does make him look about 20 goddamn years younger 
which is just shocking to me. How a guy, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I've never had a beard. I mean, I've got a, a one day stubble here and it annoys me already. I'm itchy. That's why I keep, keep doing that. But I've never had a beard, so I don't know. But little backstage segment where uh, Otis gave Cesaro a little shot to the shot to the gut before their match. Um, and truthfully, this match wasn't a long match, and it didn't need to be. The no one was giving a shit about this match between Otis and Cesaro. To be honest with you, what they really wanted to see was Cesaro swing someone. That's the only thing the crowd gave a flying fuck about was seeing Tesaro swing someone around and around and around and around and around. All they wanted to see. Tesaro gave it to him. Didn't get to give him a lot before he was kind of crushed down by Otis. And uh, Otis just took him out pretty pretty good there. So, But uh, I do like this. Once again, I like Otis as this heel. I think we're all waiting for the moment he turns on Chad Gable. And I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. I think Gable's just going to get a little bit too big for his britches and say something to 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 uh, Otis to just set him off. And I think that's going to be the be where that ends. And I hope it does. And I hope Otis stays with this character. I just want to see him come out and beat the shit out of people. Do I? I I I know I said the same thing about Miro. I don't want to see the same thing, but I kind of do. I kind of do. So, mm. um, Dirk, I don't know if I can grow a beard because I've never tried, but I probably could. I mean, I'm 45 years old. I am. I've just never, never. I've always shaved. Habit. Most of the companies I worked for actually had no beard policies. Believe it or not, salespeople. Most salespeople are not allowed to have, depending on what business you're in. I've had a lot of places with no beard policy. As a matter of fact, my not my the last place I worked, there was a no beard policy. Mustaches were fine, no beards. So yes, you could go out looking like a seventies porn star, looking to, you know, looking all pedophile like, but God forbid you had a beard, which, you know, it you you breach of contract right there. How's that? Ain't that a bitch. All right. Uh, after this whole uh, Alpha Academy thing, though, we got Biggie and Paul Heyman, which I think was the best interaction of the night. Biggie just looked like he annoyed Paul Heyman to no end, and for some reason, I just enjoyed the shit out of it, but not as much as I enjoyed the next segment. Baron Corbin out there, looking like he's been sitting at the bar since noon today. If you noticed on the left side of his chest, he had what looked to be a ketchup, maybe hot sauce stain on his shirt. I I actually thought that was a nice touch. I don't know who caught that, but I saw the stain on his shirt, and I thought it was a nice little touch. Nice little touch right there. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, he's basically, oh, I've lost everything. Uh, the only thing he's really lost is that hairline. Um, Jesus Christ. Talk about running away from itself. That thing is just going. I mean, him and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman knew when to when when to say when at least. Uh, now he did start 
what he wanted to call a crowdfunding called Corbin Fund. He said Corbin Fund. It was actually Corbin Fund Me, I believe. Uh, Sasha Baron Corbin was pushing it through the through the chat room earlier, wanting me to plug it. So there you go. There, there's the plug for it. CorbinFundMe.com or I don't fucking know. Whatever it is. But <laughs> it wasn't bad. Now, he was only asking for $100,000, folks. I know it's not a lot. Just to pay some bills, he was saying. So there he even got down on his knees to beg. And my God, when I heard Owen's music hit, I was so thankful. Mm. I was so thankful. Very, 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 very thankful. So um, Owens does come down and basically (laughs) Corbin was hitting him up for a loan. Owens just stunned him. And I was like, thank God. Thank God you did that, sir. That's what we needed from you. That's what we needed. Get rid of Baron Corbin. God damn it. I mean, it's funny, though. Like I said, he's got the hair growing, the hairline going away. Uh, that really lets you know that's probably that's why he shaved that long hair. Because that hairline was just, I mean, receding isn't even the right word for it. That hairline was just literally just going back and back and back. Uh, all right, let's kill this beer. And we'll get another one. Put that right there. All right. Looks like I'm going to be watching some TV and drinking beer tonight. That's not a problem with me at all. So, all right. Let's get on. Actually, we're right up to the main event already. Uh, Like I said, this show just moved and moved and moved. There wasn't a lot of backstage bullshit. We had a few little backstage segments. Nothing too big. Nothing really, you know, stupid. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? It (laughs) I know Sasha Baron Corbin. He needs my help. Um, No, I don't really think he does. I got a feeling his paycheck is still way bigger than mine. Uh, (laughs) And most people's out there. So his downside is probably more than I make in a year. Maybe two. Maybe three. Who knows? Um, But anyway, we got this Fatal Fatal 4 way that was the main event. And I got to tell you, this match started, and by started, I mean entrances, with about 10 minutes left in the show. Um, Right about there. And then finally they all get out there, and we get two minutes, and then they dip out to commercial. The fuck? What? Just so y'all know, they control when the commercials go on, okay? Couldn't you have given us another commercial during the maybe Carmella-Bianca Belair match or maybe cut to a commercial during the Shotzi and Knox match one more time? No. They wait until the goddamn main event, which really only has about eight minutes left in it. Not even eight minutes left when we come back. And because we it was eight minutes left when they went to fucking commercial. So there's like three minutes left in this match. Now, it was, again, Biggie, Nakamura, Owens, and Rollins. Awesome entrance for Nakamura. 
Holy shit, was the crowd down with that entrance, and they're down with Boogs. I am down with Rick Boogs myself. I like that fucking guy. Uh, again, the 80s rock scream. I love it. Reminds me of uh, when Opie and Anthony did Rock Scream Tuesdays. They would have people call in and do the rock scream. Rock Scream Tuesday. Rock Scream Tuesday. Good. It was fun. It was fun. You guys should check it out. Check it out. Uh, not only did the crowd like Nakamura's entrance, but seeing McAfee, Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee, whatever you want to call him, seeing him, just I mean, he's out there just kicking his legs and having a great time. I He barely sits down. I think every time the camera was able to catch him tonight during a match, he was standing. He does not sit down. He is so fucking pumped about what's going on. And now with the crowd, he's going to be even more pumped, which is going to just kind of keep everybody going. So, I don't know. But I, the, the match wasn't long, but it was a good match. Uh, quick match. Rollins ended up winning, pinning Big E, which I'm not crazy about. Yeah, I think you all know my feelings on Big E. I think he, in my eyes, he's a future champion and should be. A future champion not long in the future either i think biggie should be in for a, a a championship run very soon in my opinion i'm a big fan of the guy so we'll see what happens uh with that right there i don't know i, I just hope you know there was so many other guys in that ring that could have been pinned i mean rollins could have pinned owens could have been nakamura obviously but they ended up pinging Big E, which doesn't make me very optimistic, unfortunately. So, all right. Uh, I'm looking here, and I think all we got left here is Money of the Bank predictions. And here's what I will do with Money of the Bank predictions. I will bring this up. I will put me back on the side, shrink that down a little bit more, put me back right there. And we will pop the Money in the Bank logo back up while we'll do predictions. There you go. How do you like that? Does that look good or what? Okay. There we go. Put me right there. There we go. We'll go right there. Money in the Bank predictions, baby. It's Sunday night. I know Smart's not going to be back. So I don't think I'm going to do anything live. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll jump on here with you guys and do it on YouTube. Possible. I could do that, maybe. Um, I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll see what's going on on Sunday. I, I'm i finally having a couple days off after, you know, going. This is 12 days now with no day off of work. I'm tired. <laughs> but I don't know. I'll see what happens Sunday. If not, me and Smart will 100% be talking about this Wednesday night. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll do an after show. I'll see what the kids are up to on Sunday. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and do this. We have, once again, Money in the Bank Sunday night. Streaming live on Peacock. You guys know that, though. You guys know that. All right. Rey Mysterio. Pre-show uh, pre match one more time, as I mentioned before. Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus the Usos. This is a tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Mm, 
I say the Mysterios retain and Roman Reigns is extremely disappointed in the Usos for not winning. I think that keeps that kind of dissension going on between that team right there. So I'm going Ray and Dominic on that one. Uh, I'm just going to run down. I'm on Wiki. I'm just going to run down the card as it goes uh, from one down to seven. I'm going to take a sip. Okay, next match here is one of the Money in the Bank ladder matches. It is the men's ladder match. It's Ricochet versus John Morrison versus Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Okay, so tonight they teased Rollins winning, which makes me think they're not going to. Ricochet and John Morrison are more going to be the uh, high-flying, crazy moves guys. So those guys are going to do that. Uh, Riddle, he'll do a few, maybe two, but he's going to be your just your guy. Drew, Biggie, got your big man. You got your Owens for the big man, too. Nakamura, he'll do some crazy shit, too. And you got Rollins. So... Let's see. Trying to break this down. Trying to make some sense of what they've been doing. I don't think... No way it's Ricochet. No way it's Morrison. Riddle... I don't see him carrying the briefcase. Drew, absolutely not. We've had enough of Drew. I don't need to see Drew carrying that briefcase. I want Big E to win. I really, really do. That's who I want to win. Uh, I, I'm just going to pick Big E. I mean, I, I don't know what else to do, but I think that's who, I mean, I know that's who I want to win. They could go with a Nakamura win, but I just don't see him doing it. They could go with an Owens win. I don't see him doing that either. Rollins, I just think they want in a different category, and he doesn't need that briefcase. He's already getting over, I believe. We don't really know yet. We just got fans back without it. So I'm just going to go Big E. I'm just going to go right there with Big E. I want him to win it. I think he would be the right guy to win it. And like I said, I think he is a future champion. That guy has everything. Everything. Checks every box. I've said that a thousand times. I'll say it a thousand more. Guy checks every box for me for a champion wrestler. So... All right, next match, we're going to go ahead and talk about the women's championship match. That's Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, Natalia, and Tamina. So, Natalia and Tamina start getting into it. I have a feeling uh, they're going to have a little turmoil between themselves. Let's see. Asuka doesn't need it. Naomi, probably not. I'm thinking they're going to give it to either Alexa or Nikki. 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 Nikki's sticking with me here. They're whole, doing a whole new thing with her. But Nikki's sticking with me, but I got a feeling they're going to go with Alexa. I, I think they're going to go with Alexa. She hasn't been in the ring in a while. Uh, they're not going to go with Zelina Vega. They're going to give her, she's going to probably be out of that, not out of the match, but I got a feeling she's not going to do a ton in that match. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. 
I'm going to go with Alexa on this one. I, 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 I think I'm going to go with Alexa. I'm going to go with Alexa. So, all right. Got more people jumping on in the in the chat here. I think that's uh, ah, Sam. Sensible Sam. Hope she's doing well tonight. Uh, there we go. Bobby Lashley versus Kofi. This is a singles match for the WWE Championship. Now Xavier Woods may be out there. MVP is going to be out there too. So I really, let's let's be honest here. We're not getting Kofi Mania back right now. It's just not going to happen. Fans are back. No way they're taking that off of Bobby Lashley right now. They're going to want to definitely see what's happening with uh, with Bobby Lashley, with fans in the arena. And I I definitely agree with that. Lash, the, 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 the number one, there's, like I said, there's no reason to take the the title off of Lashley. And it's simply just no reason. He's doing great. He just had this whole serious thing going on with MVP. Got to keep going with it. Got to let that shit run. All right. Let me get my other vape here. My good vape. My uh, my chill vape. Okay. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. God damn it. Again. So disappointing. Singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Listen, I still say they are punishing Rhea Ripley because she simply is not Charlotte Flair. Uh, I don't know why they're they're doing it. I hate that they do it. I am such a fan of Rhea Ripley. They have turned her into a joke. They are making this run. They're not making this run about her. They're making this whole Rhea Ripley run about Charlotte. It's all about Charlotte. By the way, she put out an Instagram thing with her without makeup. Mm. I've seen meth heads look better. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I want Rhea to win. Not only do I want Rhea to win, I want Rhea to win, and I want WWE to wake the fuck up and go, okay, we have people back now. Let's give Rhea the actual chance to really have a title run, but I want Rhea to win. I just don't have faith in WWE. Not throwing it on Charlotte. So, man. So do I go ahead and pick Charlotte because I have a feeling they're going to just dump it back on Charlotte because they're going to go, Rhea's had such a bad run, although you've never given her a fucking chance. It's almost like you set her up to fail. Fuck it, I'm going Rhea. I don't even care right now. I'm going Rhea. This whole situation with Rhea Ripley just has me pissed off. I'm sorry. It does. She's so much better than the shot they're giving her. Again, they've made this whole storyline about Charlotte Flair and Nikki Cross, now Nikki Ash. Rhea Ripley's been like the the third wheel on a date in this right here. It's ridiculous what they've done with her. So, I don't know. Um, all right, I'm going to flip these last two matches because I believe the Roman Reigns and Paul and... Uh, Paul, Roman, the Roman and Paul match... Roman versus Edge match is going to be the main event. Uh, we've got AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. 
this is a tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Why take it off Styles and Omos? First of all, they've barely been on television. They're funny. I like what they're doing. Uh, keep it on them. Viking Raiders are just going to kind of be that team that maybe they'll get the titles here and there. Maybe they won't. We'll find out. But I don't see any reason to take it off AJ and Omos. They had a, especially after the performance Omos put on, on Monday night, I see no reason to take it off of them. Definitely keep it on them and have almost do more in the ring as they're doing it. So there you go. I've got that one right there. Last match now, singles match for the WWE Universal Championship. This is Roman Reigns versus Edge. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge. Once again, why see this man? Now I want to go back and change my Rhea Ripley Charlotte Flair because you can't have a pay per view like this with fans back and not one title change. You can't do this. So I'm gonna have to go back to Rhea and I'm just gonna pick Charlotte. I they're gonna do it with fans back. You don't think they're gonna do it? I didn't. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it because they're not taking it off a of Roman right now. Edge is not there to win titles. Edge is there to further storylines and make people look even better. Uh, Roman Reigns doesn't need help right now looking better. He's looking great in what he's doing, what he's saying. But Edge is there to just add add a little extra luster. Put a little wax on it, I guess you could say. Ooh, wax on, wax off. All right, I got to get used to knowing the camera's right there. If I'm going to do this on YouTube, right there. Hi, guy. Hi. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Roman Reigns. I, 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 there's nothing. What? There's no reason to take this title off this guy. He's got the Usos with him. He's got Paul Heyman gaga over him as he's walking through the ring, literally almost praying to him with his hands in the, you know, thank you pose literally praying to this man as he's walking to the ring and you really think they're going to take this title off him with fans just coming back? Absolutely not. Absolutely not going to happen. Mm -mm. So, all right. Uh, Sam is saying Hogan released another book. Did he really? Give me a sec. I can look that up while I'm here and we can see. Let's see. Hulk Hogan book. Let's type that. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan book. Did he really put out another fucking book? Oh, I put bull. What's a bull? Anyone know? Not a, a bull is a bad pronunciation for a bull. Oh. Let's see. I don't see that. If you got a link, pop that bad boy up there. You can put it in either chat. I'll find it. Uh, so, yeah, let's see. All right, I don't know. We'll see if we can get that up there real quick. Otherwise, we'll knock this bad boy out and we can wrap this show up. Um, had a good time on uh, on YouTube here, guys. I think I'm gonna gonna have to uh, try to do this. See what Smart wants to do. He, I know he has a webcam and a new computer, uh, so I don't know if he's gonna want to do this or not. But I, like I said, I've talked to him about it before. 
he um he'll want to do it like you said so all right i don't see a link and i want to continue drinking and doing stuff like that so what i'm gonna do is take one more sip cheers to everybody appreciate everybody jumping on in the chat room here especially in youtube Let me see anyone even over in mixer right now i think everybody uh Oh, yeah, everyone's been in both chats. I appreciate you guys being in both chats. Thank you very much. But, yeah, if this YouTube thing works out and everything goes well, mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I'll see if Smark wants to join. We'll get some things made for the sides here and have it looking a little more professional without the beds in the background. I'll figure out how I can do that. I'm sure there's a way to knock that out where I don't have to do it, but. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up, which means I will go ahead and pop on the song. You guys on YouTube aren't going to be able to hear. You know what? I can fix that real quick. You guys on YouTube will be able to hear this, I believe, if it's coming through the right channels. But you know what? I can't do it. You won't be able to hear it, but that's fine. I'm going to wrap up anyway. I'll knock out plugs one more time for you guys, and then I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. But I really, really appreciate you guys coming out here, joining me, especially when I'm doing these solo shows, guys. It really, really means a lot to me. Uh, so thank you very much. But anyway, you guys can always join us right here. YouTube, Dirt Sheet Dudes. I'm going to try to do this again. Like I said, maybe Sunday I'll see what's going on, how the kids are doing, what's happening. But uh, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Thanks, everybody. Much appreciated. And, of course, I want you guys checking out the high marks. That's right. It's Cheese Man. It's Mojo. It's G-Wiz. And you guys should be checking them out. You should be checking them out on Mixler. Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Network. That's right. Two T's in Mitt. Definitely go over there and check those guys out. Uh, and you can check them out right here on YouTube on the same uh, same thing. I believe it's uh, Metal Mitt Network right here on YouTube also. So check them out right there. And you can get them live Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And right after that, I want you to go. And I want you to go and subscribe to the Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blades right there over on Inhuman Experience because they are the Inhuman. So go wherever you get your podcasts. Type in Inhuman Experience and you will find those guys. Subscribe and be happy about it. And, of course, you got the Everything Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. It's Eric and Doug and Daniel and the other whole cast of characters they have on that show. And it is always a good time with those guys. Uh, check them out on Blog Talk Radio and any of the podcast platforms that you find your podcasts on. And, of course, Stephen Milan, much appreciated for him sharing the show all the time. And you can go over there and check him out on Letterboxd, B-O-X-D.com, slash Stephen Milan. He's sharing the show. And, um... Don't forget, there's two L's in Milan, and that is that. Uh, there you go. Subscribe, rate, review. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts. I know you're not subscribing anymore. Uh, you can get us on Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart, right here on YouTube. Of course, we're Dirt Sheet Dudes on YouTube, Anchor, and anywhere else you find good podcasts. And uh, there you go, folks. Once again, thank you so much for joining me, YouTube worked out very well i'm glad i got it working i didn't have to make any tweaks so thank you guys we will uh you guys have a great weekend safe weekend and i will see everybody wednesday night maybe sunday who knows 
on that note. See ya! Time for the band to hit the door. We're going home. It's time to 